0: Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show.
1: Classic Hits
0: I was going to talk about mandatory drug testing, and I want people, by the way, to text in at 087-188-008 or WhatsApp. I personally believe, now I know the Association of Cardinal Sergeants and Inspectors has insisted members cannot be tested randomly for drugs without a reason. Mm. But leaving that story aside, right, and we're going to talk about that story a bit later on. I'm not going to talk to you about it because I know it's in the news. But generally speaking, it's a big thing in America, by the way, uh, in factories, in businesses. Now, how would you feel if our boss came down and selected two people and said, because let's be clear about it. We do have a responsibility. Yeah. You know, you're reading out the news. It's a yeah, very important absolutely. thing. I have a platform here. It's quite yeah, important as absolutely, well. Yeah. I, I can sway your opinion one way or the other. And he said, right. So a quick cocaine swab there now. Yeah. Uh Tara, would you would you have an objection to that? No. Okay, so why why do people object to it? I know it's on the grounds of civil liberties etc yeah. etc. But do you believe that people should be allowed to have an objection?
2: I think that it needs to be properly constructed and it needs to be part of a contract of employment and, and something that's entered into willingly from day one. So but you words, shouldn't you be take, taking drugs it's illegal. You, look I get that but that's not the reality of the world Nile. and you know just because you want it that way or that's the way it should be or that's the way it, that it's right doesn't mean it's the way it is so we have to deal with the realities and I think that as long as you enter this I mean a, a lot of the US multinationals that operate here insist on a drug test as part of the employment contract. Mm-hmm. So in other words, if you get through interview process, etc., etc., they want to ensure that you're not a drug user yeah. um, before you're employed. Because it can affect
0: your performance. Absolutely. I mean, I, I know there are people uh, that... Your
2: performance, to... your attendance, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, all, you know, your, your mental health, all of that. And um, I, do, I don't see a problem with it as long as it's done clearly and with consent from the early days. I think if we now, you know, now maybe having worked here for four years or five years suddenly or years... Suddenly they start years, doing it. Suddenly they start doing it. Then you kind of wonder, well, why What's this about? But well, would you be
0: happy if they renegotiated your contract tomorrow and said, Tara, you know, we want this to be part of all contracts going forward yeah. so we're renegotiating your absolutely. contract?
2: Absolutely. As long as it's fair and across the board, yes, absolutely. I'd have no problem with it.
0: Yeah, I, I I don't understand because I remember many years ago I was working as a DJ in a nightclub and I seen these three girls coming out of the toilet with the powder on their nose uh, which was quite common you know, yeah, going back common, 10 right. years ago. Yeah. yeah, And one of them was a school teacher in my child's school. Right. And I found that really uncomfortable. Yeah, I know. You know what I mean? Because I'm saying, you know, this is the person that's teaching our children. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. And, and, and I think, by the way, because we were talking about it earlier on, I was talking to Ashley about it earlier on, and she said, well, what professions? And I said, well, realistically, all professions have a responsibility, particularly professions like pilots or drivers or truck drivers or uh, Garda or teachers. teachers. Um, but most professions have a, a duty and a responsibility. I mean, even if it's stacking shelves somewhere, you still have a responsibility.
2: Absolutely. Um, there was a—I remember the uh, employment minister in New Zealand a few years ago uh, threw his hands up in the air over mandatory drug testing because it—it is—it's quite widespread there, mm. and they found <laughs> something crazy, like seventy percent of people who were being mandatory drug testing had been smoking weed. I mean, I would like it's to a ta- big it's a big thing in New Zealand. Yeah. Uh, and he was, you know, he was sort of making the point. Look. You know, we, we, we're we actually, there, there was a hoo-ha, I think, over over trying to bring in and give visas to people from overseas to work, particularly because they're, the, the New Zealand economy is not too dissimilar to Ireland's, actually. Very and similar, they, yeah. And culturally have, similar, too. Culturally similar as well, but they also now have a lot of foreign direct investment coming in there. And again, it was those multinational companies were doing the drug testing, finding that the locals had been, you know, Mm. smoking cannabis, which they had been doing for, you know, all their lives. And they wanted then the right to bring Mm. in people from overseas who they felt... And and you
0: take last night in the doll, for example, they had a vote in the doll on the extension of the emergency powers last night, which was, by the way, it was a cliff edge stuff, right? I mean, there was only a difference of three votes, three votes either way could have swung it, right? Um, but in saying that, I wouldn't disagree with mandatory drug tests of politicians, particularly on nights when there's going to be a vote. Well,
2: look, isn't that always the argument against the existence of the Doll Bar? And there was a huge hoo-ha a number of years ago. Was it the abortion, oh, the abortion legislation, legislation that was going when in? When they brought in, in was... the initial
0: temporary legislation. Yeah, that's yeah, right. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah and the I pregnancy mean, was, bill. Yeah, yeah,
2: that's right. And, um, and yeah, that's right. In, in, uh, in the immediate aftermath of, of the death of Savita Halapanivar. And there was a hoo-ha because there was a lot oh, of There was people sitting on people's laps and Right, Absolutely. Carry on. so you know that, that's, an, that's an argument I mean you, you know we wouldn't go out or, or well uh, we, we shouldn't go out and we generally wouldn't go out like you do a show in the daytime and you do a show in the nighttime. if you went and had six pints and came back on the radio in the evening you'd be Drop kicked out the door, absolutely. You know, by, well, by well, the authorities, well, and, and quite rightly so, because what you'd be saying in your platform under the influence, you know, it's not acceptable. Could you imagine? But yet they can go and vote in the doll. And <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, you're fat <batting> enough <laughs> when you're sober. Um, but they, you, you, know, they, you know, theoretically, there's nothing to stop um, members of the Aractus uh, having a couple of pints. Um, mm. And I've been in the doll bar. Let's, you know, let's I've been, imagine. No,
0: knows. It. Sorry, my producer, Ashley, knows. Uh, Niall, do the social experiment, pissed (laughs) out of his head. Listen to the show someday, Niall drunk. Because I've never been drunk. Can I co
2: present on that day? (laughs) Yeah. Um, But sorry, just there was one of the newspapers, I can't recall whether it was the Sunday Times or the Mail on Sunday, did um, a number of years ago, probably going back 10, 12 years ago, did uh, tests on uh, nightclub toilets. All and the tops of the cisterns, absolutely. yeah, absolutely, and obviously, you know, n- right. no surprise, maybe. But you know, what we used to do in the
0: nightclub hold, industry. We used to a spray WD forty on the tops of the cisterns, oh, so, yeah, so, they, so couldn't they couldn't use it.
2: Yeah, okay, but they also checked the toilets in the houses of the Aractus, and, and the same what? thing happened. Yes, yeah, yes, absolutely.
0: And didn't they also check notes? Um, at the time, obviously, we're very cash uh, reluctant our, uh, society, and they che- checked the notes. I think it was UCD or Trinity or right, one of okay. those colleges, Don't and they found a large percentage of the notes. Actually, obviously, I'd been handled by people. Yeah. I had traces of cocaine on it.
2: I have to be honest. I mean, we we're, we're the area of of Dublin City that we're working in. There's a there's a lot of construction around the mm-hmm. area, mm-hmm. and I I now I haven't done it for quite some time. Need to get my ass back in gear. But I used to go for a walk during my break in in the office in the morning, and I'd be walking past construction workers up and down. the Mm. the area of Dublin that we're in and the smell of the things they were smoking and this is at like 10 o'clock in the morning so maybe there is an argument for mandatory drug testing in certain industries and I would Just have make it get, all industries. The, well, Why maybe, not? but the construction sector, if you've got boys going up, uh, boys and girls, going up, uh, you know, 12 stories high or 10 stories high or working in well, you know, the, building sector Well, they're building not, buildings
0: that you're going to be sitting in and living in.
2: Okay, so there's that case to be taken and also just in terms of their own uh, uh, health and safety. Um, yeah. And so you, you wonder, you know, is there an argument stacking up for this for all of us? All right, well, listen,
0: Tara, thank you very much indeed. Well, that's exactly what i got to talk about for the start of the show today, the Association of Garda Sergeants and the has insisted Members cannot be tested For drugs without a reason I don't know Whether the Garda Should kind of think They're above the law In the sense of this But anyway We'll move forward on that The association Was responding to the announcement That random drug testing Of all Garda personnel Including administrative staff uh, Will begin in six months It said it had not been informed About the drug testing process And it has not agreed To the Garda policies On substance abuse What do you mean Policies on substance abuse There is There shouldn't There doesn't need to be a policy We all know it's illegal Anyway, Uh, anyway, Garda headquarters said a procedure document will be issued in advance of drug testing and that the compliance with the Garda drugs policy is mandatory for all personnel. The announcement by the Garda anti-corruption unit that all Garda, civilian staff, recruits and probationers uh, would be subject to drug testing has been contested by the organisation representing middle-ranking Garda. And the Garda representative association has said it has not agreed with any policy and was not consulted. The GRA vice president, Brendan O'Connor, said members would not have a problem. Were proportionate random drug testing, but that, the announcement, came as a little bit of a shock. So today I want to widen the question about mandatory drug testing and ask, would you support it be brought into the workplace, in all workplaces? I mean, how would you feel if you were sitting on a plane thinking that the pilot could be off his bicky? I mean, or the driver of the bus or the school teacher teaching your child or the doctor, the nurse operating you in the middle of surgery or something like that. But God's sake, people who would support this would say it encourages greater responsibility among workers who may cause harm to themselves or others by working under the influence of drugs and alcohol while we're at it as well, by the way. Um, It can also help to identify employees who need help with their substance abuse. I don't think that's the main reason, to be honest with you. While on the other hand, people against it would say it's an invasion of your basic rights as a human being to do what you want to do in your own spare time. In other words, there's an argument that if I am a cocaine user and I work, you know, Monday to Friday, 9 to 5, what I do on a Saturday is nobody else's business. Well, that's the argument. Now, if you're an airline pilot or you're somebody with a very responsible job, a school teacher, a guard, a doctor, a nurse, I would argue against that and say that's the, that's the profession you chose and it's a responsible profession. But I do want to pick on individual professions today, including a guard of Shiakana, who started this whole debate off. What I want to do is say, would you object generally in any job? Because I think all jobs carry some level of responsibility. In any job, would you Object to random drug testing. Now, I suppose if you're found positive, you might get a warning. Maybe a second time, you might lose your job. So let me know what you think. The number is 087-188-0008. That's 87 treble 8 You can text or WhatsApp us. If you want to come on the air, by the way, you can. The number is 0818-942-105. I want to hear your opinion today. Would you object to it? Yes or no? Let me go to Fran. Fran, you're an Ireland's Classic Kids. How you doing, Fran? How you doing? Well, Fran, would you object to the idea of random drug testing?
3: Uh, I would, yes.
0: Okay, on what grounds?
3: Now, on, on the grounds, uh, you do have some people who take, uh, we say, liquid cannabis for certain conditions. Yep. Yeah. But so that would mean that they would have to divulge everything to their company and say, by the way, I'm taking the cannabis for, you know, cage tremors or. Well, I'm, I'm,
0: I'm assuming you, if you are using cannabis for medicinal purposes, you could get a note from your doctor for that reason. I, I imagine you could. Well,
3: nobody else has to get a note from the doctor to say they have psoriasis or any other complaint. So why only... Well,
0: to... those other com- the, the medication you would be taking for those other complaints that you're talking about are not going to affect your performance and work. Unless, of course, you're on you know, serious antidepressants or something like that or you know mind-altering drugs.
3: Well, there is medication, as you know, which makes you drowsy and things like that. Some people divulge it, some people don't. So, you know, you have to, it's a very fine line mm. between, you know, asking people to take a drug test and divulging what complaints you have. Like, I could have a complaint which does not interfere with in my work, but I could be on medication for it. And then I would have to go and explain to a employer or every employer if I'm moving job. By the way, I'm on Xyz due to the fact that I have this complaint, which then put into your channel. Yeah, but
0: what you're giving me here is reasons why you're giving me excuses. I'm I'm okay with excuses. There are reasons, genuinely, where people take certain prescription medications or indeed the medical use of cannabis, and I get that. And I'm yeah. sure that we could, you know, we could work around that in the future. We could bring in some sort of, you know, I don't know, exemptions to that provided you have a letter from your doctor, etc., etc. et cetera. But there is no reason for you to be snorting cocaine. There's no medical reason to snort cocaine or oh, take heroin, for example.
4: Well, as long as
3: we would get the same facility that's been offered to the guard. Well,
0: can I ask you can, what you do for a living, Fran? I don't know where you work, but what do you do for a living? Security. Okay, so you're involved in security. Okay, that's a very responsible job. Uh, and, you know, and in your job, you have to be on the ball. You have to be alert because you're, yeah. you're, you're responsible for other people's goods, I assume, or protecting other people's property. Yeah. So, I mean, so you've, you have a responsibility.
3: I have a responsibility, but if I am taking anything and I can do my job effectively... I'm ah, that's not an
0: answer, Fran. Sure, that, you might as well say I can have a bottle of bud while I'm working sure I'm grand um, that, isn't that like the argument we used to hear about drink driving sure I can drink five pints and the car knows it's way home for God's sake Okay,
3: <laughs> Every, everybody knows someone who has an addiction to something who is in full time
0: okay but stay there a second let me go to Anthony Anthony you're an Ireland's classic kid sorry Fran your line was a little bit dodgy there as well but Anthony go ahead hi night? how are things good Anthony I mean I I really don't see why people would have an objection to this
5: yeah I mean I worked in a treatment centre for a number of years and the staff we would be tested as well as random people would be just picked out and tested and uh, nobody had any objection to it. And like I was just saying to Ashling, there, unless I was living in another world or something or dreaming this morning, there was more people arrested for drug driving than drink driving. That's right, I, I read those statistics, yeah. So, I mean, what's their issue? If you've nothing to hide, you've nothing to fear. Like if, and I mean this crap that if people are on antidepressants and this, that, and the other, they'll have a prescription for that. Yeah, there's a
0: genuine reason for this, yes. There's no genuine reason to snort cocaine, yeah.
5: So that's no excuse. Like, I mean, I don't see what their objection is, to be quite honest. I think it's it's a bit silly. And it's not really... An invasion into people's privacy, like, I mean, you don't want to be nursed, or you don't want to be counseled by someone that's off their bicky. like, you don't want the lunatics taking over the asylum.
0: That's my line, by the way, you've just stole my line there, <laughs> off their <that> bicky. <laughs> I mean, Fran, are you there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, how, yeah. How would you like to end up in hospital? You know, go in for surgery, heart surgery or something. You have a heart attack. God, I just hope it doesn't happen to you, Fran. (laughs) And and you find out that the doctor that's operating you was out on the lash the night before, snorting cocaine with his pals.
3: If the operation went okay, that wouldn't ah, be a problem. Yeah,
0: <laughs> Fra- if it didn't, then i would be coming <laughs> of money. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm afraid, Fran, we made a bit of a mistake. We we didn't operate on <laughs> your heart and we removed your penis instead.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> but I'm no, no, on a serious note, I mean, these, right. these are responsible people. Anthony worked in a treatment centre and even he was randomly tested every now and again. I mean, in America, this is commonplace. In many countries, it's commonplace. Why are we objecting to this? You're objecting to something that's Essentially
3: illegal, right? I think, the, like, with the backlash of what's that have been happening over the last 15 months, people now are taking more interest in what uh, is being suggested and not being suggested. I'd say, I think part of that is the problem. Me, per what se, is- I would not have a problem being tested every day of the week, it wouldn't bother me. Mm. I don't do. Well, I then if it wouldn't drugs.
0: bother, well, then if it wouldn't bother you, why, why is there a problem?
3: Well, it's a problem for how far it goes on what. Well, I, I would like to think
0: that if somebody tests positive, firstly they would be offered support. They now, if they're a guard, they would be put on desk duty for a period of time, offered some sort of supports or counselling for their issue or for their problem. And if they don't stop doing it, well, then I'm sorry, they have to go because you can't have a gardaí Conor well, or let, an nurse or a doctor say, off his
3: head. Yes, let's say hypothetically, right a guard is found using substance, which is illegal. Yeah. Why should he be moved to a death job? Why isn't he just dragged up no, front the I, I think everybody deserves a second chance. Well, you see, it's a legal substance. If I was caught with illegal substance, I wouldn't get a second chance. I'd be dragged up to court. And- well,
5: Niall, Niall sorry to interrupt. I'd agree with you there, Niall. Everyone is entitled to a second chance. Mm. And then after that, two strikes and you're out. I'd agree with you there. And everybody's entitled to a bit of support. You know,
0: maybe somebody has an issue, Fran. You know, I mean, I, I wouldn't be that harsh that I would, as soon as the first, you know, positive test comes back, you kick somebody out of their job. I wouldn't class it as gross misconduct.
3: Like, I mean, if someone suggests, let's say, okay, every Monday, random drug test. Every Monday, random. Outcome. Then that's not really random, so is uh, <laughs> it? Well, you know
0: what I mean. I mean, by the way, just a little bit of a caveat on my previous line about kicking people out. If you're an airline pilot or you're a surgeon, I would say you'd be fired, first time. Provided yeah, it was proved that you you were you were testing positive. Because if, that, that's if they're
3: different. if they're introducing this for the guards and other, we say industries, it should go from all the way from the top. Every person. Oh, yeah. them, I'm, all I'm, the way down. Yeah,
0: politicians, judges. Yeah, absolutely. You know. I don't want a judge sitting on a case that I might be involved in who's off his head or her head. I don't want a politician making a decision on legislation in this country that will affect the rest of my life if they're off their head,
5: you know? Well, you know, that's funny that you should bring that up. You know, the old saying, sober as a judge... (laughs) <laughs> I think half of them are off their tree. I don't know jo- whether it's... Trump.
0: Jobber as a judge wasn't that? The <laughs> yeah, yeah,
5: but uh, I think half of them are off their tree. They're not living in the real world at all. They don't know the world that we're living in mm. by the sentencing that's been given out and everything so sober as a judge, like that saying. <laughs> well, I always thought
0: that judges should be a little bit younger, but in saying that in hindsight, you have to think that judges need to have a lot of experience behind the bar, so to speak, but not at the physical bar. but behind. be <laughs> they had to have a lot of experience as a barrister and a solicitor before that. Many of them do, uh, just to, you know, have a good idea of how cases have gone in the past. But well, maybe... Niall, can
5: I tell, you, Niall, could I tell you something about a neighbour of mine? Okay. And I thought it was very funny. He was a real character. And I leave you on this. He was a real, real character anyway. And he was up in front of the judge in the courthouse in Cork and Washington Street. And the judge came in anyway and everyone was there that, Press were there sitting in the front row, and people were in the gallery and everything. and He said, Mr. Blah, we'll say, yep. Mr. Blah, is this the first time you were up before me? And he said, I don't know, Your Honor, what time did you do get up this morning? <laughs> That's <a> no
0: <laughs> joke, Anthony. All right, listen, i got to take a break. Keep texting, keep WhatsApping. The numbers is 087-188-0008. The question I'm simply asking is, would you disagree with mandatory drug testing? On well, Garda, she Khan, Connor seem to disagree with it at the moment. They don't believe that it would be acceptable under the policies. But would you agree with it? Let me just go to John actually. So before I go to the break, um, oh hold
6: on, can I just switch him on here.
0: John, how are you doing in your Ireland's classics?
6: Oh, I thought you were going to break.
0: Oh, no, I, I'm just about to go on a break. But however, what do you think?
6: Well, just uh, maybe she should lead by example at the top and towards the dial bell, right? But the problem is, like every other band in the country, has to apply for their licence. In front of in the Circle the Court or the District Court every year. But they have inherited from the British system. They have what they call now a, a barrack license, which means you never have to renew that license. It just rolls on and on and on. But they, what they need to do in as I say lead by example and close the bloody. Barrack. I would agree
0: with you, by the way. I have never agreed with the idea yeah, of it having it. There's no other the workplace has a bar in it.
6: No, it should be gone a long time ago. Like, we've seen the situations with Lathgate over the years. There was another guy. Uh, female guard that stopped and came out of the door, locked over his head in his car, and he remonstrated with her like she saved his life and maybe God knows how so many more lives. Mm. Now, getting back to the testing, right? Now, obviously, doctors, nurses, paramedics, fire brigade, prison officers, guards. The list is endless.
0: Guys, Go yeah, on. That,
6: well, yeah, with that. But Teachers, people, like, pilots. The guy stuck in stacking the shelves in Tesco, or the guy walking in an office or IT or whatever. I don't know, I have a problem with this because it's what happened then. There's a lot of people, people I know, that are in jobs that are on medications for depression, right? And the bosses don't know about it. No, yeah, but that's all right. We you not have a
0: prescription for that.
6: Yeah, but you see, the trouble is you'll have to declare that you see. Yeah, well, you, no, I might
0: not show up on a, 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 on a drug test. I don't know. I, I'm, not too, I'm not a chemist.
6: Well, well, you see, the fact that I think you'll be kind of more, guess, pushed into it now, and I'd be afraid because mm. well, we all know and please guide the that will be awarded more and more. There is a stigma that's still, like you mean, about he or she having depression, right? Yep. And if they feel, then they have to release that information, they are not people would be afraid to would affect their Well, I, I hope their not.
0: I, I, I'm not a, as I said, I'm not a chemist, so I don't know what shows up on a test, but I'm assuming those in those particular elements of antidepressants or whatever it is, um, they will show up on a test as that. In other words, they wouldn't be counted. I'm assuming so. Yeah,
1: I'm they're mean, assuming the,
0: there are specific tests for cocaine. Yeah, but
6: the, the point I'm making is to say people might feel obligated to release information themselves. Then my rate shows up oh, on a okay. test. But well, it could possibly affect their promotion because the stigma is still there.
0: Oh no, I know it is. I know it is. I know it is. Yeah. Okay, but it, generally speaking, you would agree with jobs with high responsibility, in particular, you would agree with random testing.
6: Oh, definitely. Like, yeah, okay. You know, you see what's happening in the girls at the moment. Like, look at. Let's be honest. The guards have been out at the school well for years, drinking, locked inside in bars when the owners leaves the guards. Well, that was an old
0: school thing, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah that the guards that would go still, in. Yeah.
6: That's that on, man. <laughs> yeah,
0: Particularly in rural Ireland as well. That, been in,
6: I've been in bars where I had to leave the bar the way the sergeant could come in and his body. Mm. Yeah, but I had to go.
0: All right, well, listen, John, stay there. Um, somebody just called us actually who works in construction and says if they were to do mandatory drug testing or should I say random drug testing uh, in the construction industry, there wouldn't be a house built. Can you imagine? To me to you to me to you oh no oh okay okay that didn't work too well uh lots of text coming in by the way, and um, and Richie says here, um, we're supposed to enjoy the presumption of innocence after all. We ought not to have to prove our innocence with any evidence or suspicion of malpractice. I uh, completely against drugs, by the way, but if one is not under suspicion of a crime, one ought not to have to prove one's innocence. This is more of this uh, whole class gets detention attitude instead of targeting specific troublemakers. Uh let me just say that, John, let me just go to Jason as well. Jason, you're an Ireland's classic kids. How you doing, Jason? How you doing? Ash? Uh, Jason, now in your job, you have random uh, alcohol testing, is it? Uh, I have both uh, random
7: breathalyzer and uh,
0: random drug testing. Yeah.
7: Okay, so what do you what do you do for a living? So I work in oil rigs. Just okay. Uh, uh, yes.
0: Yeah. Okay, so very responsible job. Obviously, uh, you're working on an oil rig and a job with a lot of pressure. By the way, and I've seen some of the documentaries and to people that work there. So it's a tough job. Uh, and yeah, does definitely. anyone ever object to it? By the way,
7: no, uh, no, unless uh, somebody's been been up to. all all sorts when they're off on the time off then they haven't had enough uh, time to to clear themselves out I would say then Mm -hmm. uh, yeah they'll panic a bit and it is their job and their livelihood at the end of the day so um the, you might get the guys that might pull a sick ear or whatever but uh, if you do that a couple of times you're under suspicion then you know and yeah. they can they can move towards uh, getting other testing done you know like hair follicle tests
0: and stuff so Oh okay alright so and in, in relation to the drug testing what happens if somebody tests positive are they fired or are they suspended or are they offered some counselling or supports or what what actually happens Well there is a duty of care from the employer so um,
7: they would they uh, would they would try and uh, offer some sort of help, especially with the with the alcohol side of things. Right. Um, if if a guy breathalysed before heading out to the rig, then they would be given a chance, sent home, or stay in the hotel breathalysed the next day. And uh, also they'd be pulled into the office and and spoken to and find out exactly what the issues are, you know, okay. and give them support that way.
0: So what do you say to people who believe it's against their civil rights? And, and Richie texted in a few minutes ago saying, you know, we all have this presumption of innocence. We shouldn't have to prove our innocence unless there's some sort of suspicion. And that's what the guards are saying as well. They said they don't want random drug testing unless there's a suspicion that somebody is doing something.
7: Yeah, that's fair enough. But um, if, if you're in a career where the the... The, you've got a responsibility. Like, it's almost every. For, it's almost for,
0: every career. Jason has a responsibility.
7: Yeah, well, it is. Yeah, it is. But more so for the likes of the guys. Now, let's say, for instance, you're in an area where they have got a lot of uh, high drug use, a lot of drug problems. There is a lot of highlighted areas in the media. And if you've got uh, if you've got guys going around those areas often, and the problem doesn't seem to be improving, then then yeah, I don't see a problem with it. It's not an infringement of your your civil rights. It's uh, it's part and parcel of of the role that you have taken. And you, you know, and
0: you believe, say, that a guard would be, who would be dealing with people with drugs, for example, who's taken drugs himself, is probably compromised in some sense too. Well, there's a possibility, but
7: there's also that deterrent. Then, if you have random drug testing, yeah. So it's it's about the framework of the whole thing altogether. You know, it's it's uh, we we do it because we're remote workers, and if something goes wrong out there, it's there's high
0: consequences. Mm. Um, it's not like we can run down to the hospital where there's something going on, you know.
1: Um, by the way, does that ever happens.
0: worry you? Because that would, if I, I could never do your job. By the way, because I would be terrified constantly all the time that if something goes <laughs> wrong, I'm too far away to get actual help. I'm assuming you have your own doctors and everything else on the oil uh,
7: Well, it, it differs. Like if if you've got the permanent platforms, then they would have. Uh, they would have poss- Some of them would have multiple medics if they're a big platform. Um, uh, us ourselves were as a up rig, so it moves from location to location. We could be in one location uh, for a number of years. Um, but we would have one medic on board at any one time. So um, the, some of them have got either like a, a military field medic background. Mm-hmm. Others haven't got any of the A&E experience. You know, it's more and more that route now. They're just getting trained up by the... By the
0: so I'm assuming that if something serious happens, it's into a helicopter into the nearest hospital.
7: Yeah, yeah. I mean, the worst
0: case scenario is uh, would be a Coast Guard or a Medivac, you know. So. Yeah, yeah, okay. And, is, and And have you ever had any accidents? In the job, uh,
7: yeah, there, there's been a few. There's uh, some some minor ones, some uh, a little bit more serious. Um, mm-hmm. You've had guys that have had health problems. You get uh, the, the medic vac and uh, evacuation helicopter goes for a various number of reasons. It Could be a compassionate reason where some somebody has had something happen at home. Could okay. Be, uh, yeah, it could be. Medical. I can imagine.
0: Yeah, that's that's another thing that we don't think of as most. But, but it's the same as people work long distance. You know, yeah. you get a, a phone <laughs> call from the missus to say something wrong with one of the kids or whatever or happened. Yeah. To the, I mean, you just want to get home, and, and it yeah. must be very difficult if you're working in such an isolated place. Sorry, I, I, I digress a little bit. Anyway, stay there for a second. Let me just go to Valerie as well. Valerie in Ireland's classic kids. Valerie, the Garda and Connah are objecting to this because it's not in their policy. This random drug testing. Would you object to it? Not at
8: all. I think it's a necessity today. So many people are smoking weed and whatever, and I don't think anyone should be going to work high.
0: No. I don't no think no more than they should the be going to work drunk.
8: Yeah, I, anything, substance abuse, it should be tested. End mm. of. And if somebody has a script to get something, well, that's a different situation, you know. Yeah. But they can assess then the company if it's a danger to what, whether they're using machinery or whatever. Yes. But um, I lived in America, and it was standard practice.
0: And this is what I can understand why we have, we're having so many objections. In many countries, yeah, it is standard all. practice.
8: No, I yeah. don't actually worry about an, orga- an organization that's objecting. You know, is there a reason for that? Because, you know, is it high use? Mm. Because you shouldn't object if you have nothing to hide. I mean, you know, you're in a job. Um, you know, people can be litigation happy today with lawsuits and everything. Yeah. And you just have to be sensible about it. And you shouldn't be in any job. Um, where there is um, any doubt that a person is abusing substances, simple as, no matter what you do.
1: Um,
0: the uh, the Association of Guard of Sergeants and Inspectors has insisted members cannot be tested for drugs without good reason. Yeah. And but
8: sure, if they, you can't have one rule for one organisation so and another reason? for other. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You know, I personally went into, um, I, I won't even say it was an organisation where to be assessed for a particular operation and um, I actually ran out of the place because I knew with the person that was testing me with an eye test kind of a thing that I was getting done for a surgery was running in and out of the bathroom an awful lot. I actually never went back there again.
0: All right, so what, do you think he had a few drinks on him?
8: I think, no, I think cocaine, actually, Oh, cocaine okay, okay, does that, yes, I, yeah. I wouldn't
0: know, does that make you cut the to toilet a lot?
8: It put me off, no, no, it wasn't, it was at the nose an awful lot. Oh, I get you, was, I get you, sorry, you I do, what what I there's my assessed. innocence there now, yeah. Yes, no, no, I went in to be assessed for a particular eye, you know, yeah. um, short-sightedness or whatever, to get the surgery, and when I was being assessed, the person that was assessing me, the cons- you know, it was a person quite senior. Um, was kind of at the nose a lot and said, kept excusing himself for going out of the bathroom. Right, okay. Very hyper. Right. I actually never went back there again. But can you imagine somebody even operating on
0: you? Oh, I know. See, this, <laughs> this the t- I You know,
1: mean,
8: flying but, but it's not planes, even driving vehicles, machinery. Arrest, arresting Whatever. you, arresting it goes you, right across yeah. The
0: board. Of course. Yeah. And, and by the way, you know, when we talk about responsible jobs, and Jason obviously has a very responsible job, you know, obviously working on a rig. But in saying that, most jobs have a responsibility. Absolutely. I mean, if you're a school teacher, for example, you know, or yeah. you know, a nurse or a doctor or well, it does look yeah, a taxi deal, but, driver. It doesn't but, matter.
6: Let's, let's not
7: forget, well, the same as taxi drivers and transport. Um, the, there's guards that are driving around all day long, they're, they're, and when they do hit a situation that they do need to get involved in, they need to be fully mentally aware. A lot of them, a lot of us would not be able to go into any of the situations with the guards to have to go into a happy yeah. handle and the attitude they have to put up with. So yeah. to be fully clear of mind and clear of judgment, to be able to approach that with, with the training that you've been given, you can't have any outside influences.
0: No, you can't. You know, you can't. because And, and, got, and uh, apart from I mean, else it's that. illegal. I mean, that's, yeah. that's another point. It's, it's, illegal. it's illegal. So, I mean, yeah. you can't be a hypocrite. You can't be breaking it, particularly if you're a guard. You can't be breaking the law, you no. know, yourself, and then telling other people not to break the law because that's hypocrisy. It's, it's the credibility it?
1: for the whole
0: uniform as well, right? Yeah, sorry, Valerie.
8: I have never smelled so much marijuana on a day-to-day basis when you go out in public now. You go into supermarkets and there's people sitting in the car with the door open, smoking it. You get this sting straight away because I think actually the smell is revolting. No matter where you go on a daily basis, I think it's very rare today you can go out and not get that smell. With neighbours, when you're living in an area, neighbourhoods, you know, people driving cars, with the door open and they're having it while their husband or the wife is inside shopping. It's very commonplace have today. Have you ever, Valerie,
0: have you ever taken drugs yourself? Ever?
8: No. I no. mean,
0: I, I've said it in the air before when I'm between I the age of to 19 like, two and 21. I was the
8: weed when I was very young and actually <laughs> felt pulls. very sick. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I, I did smoke <laughs> when I was a teenager. between 19
0: and 21. I yeah,
8: did. I got all dizzy and I felt sick, and that was it with me. Yeah. But no, I just would have um, zero tolerance for this, to be honest you know, you know?
0: Yeah. Okay, well, um, stay, stay there, both of you. Stay there. I want to go to David as well, if I can. Hold on a second. Um, David, you Ireland's classic Kids. Adrian hey, Davis. David. I, I, I know. Like,
9: Listen, I, I think that the, the, the way out of this, really is everyone within the Department of Justice should be uh, guard Station, civilians and Garlow, should be tested with the little machine. The technology is there to see in the morning when you're going on duty. You put your finger on it. Every day? It. Every day when you're going on duty. Not okay. On duty when you're working. And you're tested, going on duty, and that is it. As simple is as that. that. A bit, is
0: that a bit OTT?
9: No, it's not. I mean, first of all, I'd pay them more they're they're, they're they're in a horrible job, getting treated horribly by the state as usual, like the nurses. but they should be tested every day, going on duty, and the same for the army, no matter who you know if you're paid by the public purse, I want to know to my guardie or pilots.
0: Bus, oh, absolutely. Bus drivers?
9: Yeah, well, especially... The, yeah, absolutely, there should, there should yeah, be... I, a, don't know, I don't
0: know whether administratively you could do that every day. I mean, I don't, I don't see the point of doing it every day. Random would be is just as good as every day, as long as you did it fairly frequently. But well, random, it, it, random it, it, would it, be good.
9: It is, as, as long as they don't abuse that, if you have an... you know, I mean I know, you? beings, You know... Uh, Yeah, the
0: person who's doing it doesn't know other people, and who say, listen, yeah, leave me out today, will you?
9: Yes, and I think they can go into a guard's house, if I'm not uh, mistaken, and they can do it in in his his home, Uh, if I I could stand corrected, which I think is terrible, you know? No, I wouldn't agree with that. You know, but I definitely say that the guards, um, certainly, um, they should be tested. They should, well, randomly, yes, me, I, I, I would put a little machine there, but... Uh, Definitely randomly uh, tested. I absolutely agree with it, you know. But
0: but here's the problem, and somebody did call in during the break, now they couldn't come on the air, they work in construction, and they said if there was random drug testing in construction, there'd be no houses built. Yeah,
9: that's it. I, well, that's I agree. a sad reflection of society, it is, isn't it? it, is. it is. Um, we're, we're, well, everything seems to be going the wrong way around in this country and we're terribly woke and everything is... Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not the way I grew up, you know, unfortunately. Yep. But that's what we have to handle. And I think I agree with you. Yep. Everyone seems to be smoking marijuana. I don't like it. But I see, I mean, I mean
0: when, you, when you listen to media and you listen to the constant conversations from politicians, you know, um, some of the politicians, suggesting that we should, you know, Uh, legalise or decriminalise drugs... It almost gives people a bit of a green light to think that it's all right, and, I, and I think that's happened. That's mass. happened. Yeah, it's happened over the last ten years or so. You know,
9: and, but if you look at the, and we're always on it, but if you look at the politicians, they they really really upset people in this country. We're paying huge money to these guys, and media is bad. I, I media, mean, absolutely. I know there's so many people absolutely. in media probably on drugs. They're absolutely the, what they come out with, and if you're conservative, law they take the head off you. You know, it seems the way the country. is. the most pop popular talks, talk they... show
0: presenter ever in the history, world. Well,
5: Besides, yeah, besides
0: you? me, yeah. uh, one of the most popular talk show presenters ever, Jerry Ryan. Of course, we all know oh, yeah. Jerry. He sadly, oh, yeah. passed away many, many years ago. But it's a well-known fact that Jerry Ryan was taking cocaine. Absolutely. So he, Absolutely. so he was broadcasting to the nation and chatting away. Now, yeah. don't get me wrong. Jerry Ryan's show was more about the social aspects of life and more so the, rather than the political yeah. aspects of life. So, it, but in saying that, you know, he had a platform and he was taking cocaine. Yes. Yeah.
9: Absolutely, and I've no doubt the RT are all doing it. All, they all—they seem to. I preach wouldn't say they're all. Well, all I like They love all. to preach, you know, but they don't. Um, they don't. And, and by the way, don't single
0: out RTE. I mean, there's loads of radio stations and 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 uh, TV as well. You've got Virgin Media One there, other television stations, and I'm pretty sure there are some people who take drugs.
9: Yeah, but I'm not paying for them. I'm paying for RT, you know. Yeah. You know, that drives me nuts, you know. But unfortunately, that's the way things are today. Where we're going with it now. I do not
0: know. I know, I would agree. And I think, Valerie, you would agree too, that, you know, politicians, I don't think we should restrict it to certain occupations. To be Let's just do everything Right out. across the board. Yeah, it, yeah. It's a
8: very bad indictment in yeah. society that so many people actually are using drugs today. Yeah. I never thought I'd see it in Ireland, to be honest with you. Yeah. Um, you know, I remember when I emigrated there for about seven or eight years and yeah. London, California and different countries, I actually came back to Ireland because it was more or less not quite drug-free. But it, it was much yes. less of an issue in Ireland than it was in the United States at that time. But we've caught up
1: mm-hmm. way more, you know. With,
8: yeah,
9: I think we've it, thrown a baby sad, actually. in this country. Yeah, you know? and
8: you know what? They just have. It's been normalised. It's been normalised in secondary schools and colleges and everything. Nothing wrong with smoking weed to relax. You hear it said all the time. It's safer than that's what the, that age group will say because I have that age group and all their friends. They say it's much safer than going out for a pint of beer.
0: I mean, don't get me wrong. I mentioned already that I did do it between the age of nineteen and twenty. Not cocaine or anything like that. I did I'd smoke marijuana between the age of you know nineteen and twenty. But I think I think a lot of teenagers right. go through that and then we grow up.
8: They take yes. on tons of party drugs, Niall. I'm telling you, I mean, you know, when you have them at that age and they're out socialising, you kind of have a good idea. And mm-hmm. they think this MDMA, because it's made inside in a laboratory, is totally safe to take. It's a brown thing. It looks like a, a Malteser. But, I mean, the amount of stuff that they're taking and using when they're going out partying, it's unbelievable. No, I'd yeah, yeah. to think what the, the repercussions of it, to be honest with you. Yeah.
9: I mean, guys, there were the, the laws are passed for 10 years to mandatory help, sentencing, and that's not implemented by the courts or the judges, maybe because of the prisons are full anyhow. But
8: To be honest, I, I
9: think it I, yeah. I mean, anyone, anyone in this country who's dealing in heroin, anyone, whatever marijuana, but anyone who's dealing with hard drugs like that, that mandatory sentencing should be mandatory Absolutely. and you should be going away for 10 years and that would stop an awful lot of this carrying it on. It would, you know? yeah.
8: No, they're getting uh, away with healing. Judge- okay, wait, wait,
9: hang on both of you for a second because I want
0: to just go to Brian as well before I go to the break as well. Brian, you're an Ireland's classic hits. How are you doing, Brian? Hey, well and you, Niall. Good, Brian. Now, you're a pilot uh, yes, for a Japanese right. company. Yeah? You're a freight pilot. That's correct, yes. Okay, and so how often do you, do you get tested, I'm assuming?
10: Yes. So what we do is on the alcohol testing, um, when we're in the hotel, an hour before we sign on, we have to do a breathalyzer test. And we have to be 0.00, which is a lot less than even some driving a car. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, that's a pre-test. So if there's a problem, then you can obviously call the company and they sort it out with someone else. And then when we get to operations to sign on, we then have to do a face-to-face with the operations controllers to show them 0.00. Then we do the flight, and then after landing, and once we're in and about to sign off, we do another one on FaceTime, also showing 0.00. In case you've had
0: a tipple while you were driving, so to speak. Well, yeah. well, yeah.
10: well even that. And, we, um, and it's a Japanese law, so even though we're on freighters and we don't even have alcohol on board, we still just do it, and it, it came in about a year and a half ago. Uh, it's a good thing. And, and what about what about drug testing? Do they ever drug yeah, test? Yeah, so they can do random drug testing in the office, and you you just have to do it. That's the way it is.
0: And what are the sanctions if, for example, you're found that maybe you've been out the night before? Yeah, and you might have a, you know you might go over the 0.0, What are the sanctions then for that? What happens to you?
10: it's non punitive. So you but you have to call in from the hotel before you leave because basically once you've left the hotel you're pretty much signing on for duty. Okay. And my particular I don't know about the other companies, but our company, you phone in and, and the words we use is just unfit to fly and they'll sort out another crew for that.
6: Okay. And
10: you might have to chat to the boss, the chief pilot sometime, but it's non punitive at all.
0: Okay, so in other words, once you're being honest about it, everything is yeah, fine. Yeah, that's correct. But, yeah, but, that's but, correct. If, but if, you, if you arrive for work and you tested positive...
10: Then there's a problem.
0: Okay, would you lose your job?
10: Yeah, you, you'd come pretty close to that because then the, the governing authorities would get involved as well.
0: All right. Okay. So you get a black mark on your on your career. Yeah, that's correct.
10: That's right. correct. Right.
0: And and generally speaking, would you be familiar, Brian? Would say other airlines. You know, the airlines would be all familiar, the passenger airlines, the commercial airlines. Do, well, they, do they all have policies in place?
10: Uh not not uh, not so much the ones around Europe, for say, but they can do random. I know our guys have been stopped, uh, for example, in Amsterdam a few times for a random check, and you have to comply. Okay.
0: So you don't really. Yeah. So you don't have a choice, no matter. You just yeah. must comply. So no, what? So no.
10: what do you think of, say,
0: random drug testing? I'm not saying we should do it to everybody all of the time. I know David has said that, but what, you know, in relation to Garda Corner, you know, people with responsible jobs. You know, I don't...
1: think
10: it's. I think it's definitely important, definitely, especially like that. You know, you're in a public sector where you're helping people, and you could actually become a hindrance to them. Absolutely. Absolutely, yeah, that's
0: right. All right, well, listen, Brian, thank you for joining us there. Um, I've got to take a quick break. The number's 87 188 8 Trebles here. Wait, there you go. Brian's a pilot, a freight pilot for a Japanese company, and he gets alcohol tested for every flight. And they do have random drug testing whereby he could lose his job and his career. Hey
6: there, Niall. Yeah, just listening to the uh, subject uh, on The Gardaí, Um I find it very ironic that they came out and they said in their statement that uh, testing will
7: begin in six months. Because the old story is, as far as I know, it takes about six months. For any drugs, especially cannabis or cocaine, to get out of your system completely, um, so I think they know what's going on. But yeah, let's see what happens. I suppose are, as you
0: know yourself, there's always a couple of bad apples in every barrel, and uh, I just have to quote the case of Morris McCabe, and that 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 badness went right to the top. So you know, if you're not doing anything wrong, you have nothing to be afraid of, and if you have something to hide, well then they're gonna catch you out. You know, we have to have trust in the guards. You know, what's the point in me coming up to a checkpoint, uh, getting breathalyzed for being a drink driver, and your man has stoned Elby's head on a joint at the copper, or Elby's head on coke, you know? Crazy stuff. Cheers, Morris. Yeah, I I wouldn't disagree with you. And somebody says, Boylan, what are you talking about? As far as I know, you take cocaine. Okay, I don't take cocaine. And I'll tell you what. If anybody wants to, if anybody's listening who happens to be in the know of people who do tests, I would be quite willing if somebody wants to come into the studio here and do a drug test on me at any time, randomly, you're welcome to do it. I have the bill of clean hands, as they say. Um, let me go to Conleith. Is it, am I pronouncing your name right? Conleith, Conleith.
11: Conleth. yeah.
0: Hi, Niall. How are you doing, Conleth? You worked as a bus driver of uh, the north. I
11: did, yeah. I worked for Ulster, but it's part of the TransLink Group okay, up to, up to 2016. i done a four-year stint with them there. Okay. I'm, I also worked from in the, in the, for a certain period of time in the 90s
0: as well, yeah. And do they have any random testing?
11: Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's company policy. And uh, your employees basically sign up and agree to that in their, in their contracts,
0: you know. Okay, so the testing was for what? Both alcohol and drugs?
11: Yes, yes. And it's not just just to drivers, other grades, other staff as well. So it's it's about you know uh, reassurance for the travelling public, uh, safety, uh, yeah. and minimal, minimizing risk basically. Well, I mean yeah.
0: you have sixty or seventy people sitting behind you, depending on you. You know what I mean? So realistically, that's that has to be. It, I think it has to be done.
11: Exactly, exactly. And again, like you know, if you've nothing, if you've nothing to hide, and there's not nothing to be afraid of. You know, I. I I welcomed it myself, to be honest, and it's reassuring also to know as an employee that you're, the other people you're working around are clean as well.
0: And what do you, what do you say to the Association of Guard of and inspectors now who are insisting as members cannot be tested for drugs without a good reason?
11: Well, I would say they're a frontline service. They really, you know, a police force, any police force, they should be trendsetters, should be showing example, mm-hmm. should welcome something like this. Uh, and by the way, I don't want to
0: just pick on the guards. I, I, I think that anybody in a job of responsibility, be as in the media, be as in uh, be a politician or a doctor or a nurse or a teacher, are any of those jobs? Yeah,
11: of course. Uh, yeah, especially, you know, where, where you're in direct contact with the public or, you know, the potential for public risk. Yeah. Uh, especially if you're driving, like, company vehicles. So you've got RD driving company vehicles, just like I was driving company vehicles for Translate Coaster Bus. Yeah. So, well, the thought, thing about well, it I'm, is, I mean, the,
0: the news this morning was that more people last year tested positive for drug driving than drink driving, right? Which is obviously the new drug of the, of the century but, uh, and the new way of enjoying yourself for some people of the century. So in, in saying that, we can't have a situation where a Garda Khan is stopping somebody who's drug driving and he himself or she him, herself might be, you know, under the influence of cocaine.
11: I totally agree. And, you know, again, I don't see why they, they would resist this. If anything, they should be welcoming it and showing example to everybody else, uh, you know, every other public servant or civil servant yeah. who deals with the public.
0: All right, well, listen, thank you very much indeed, Conneth. I appreciate you coming on the air. Uh, loads of people, by the way, feeling the same way in relation to it. Most people think it's a good idea. It seems, except the guards.
3: Hi, Niall. I'm going to disagree with you in, the, in about testing. I think every guard judged, even the Defence Force, They should be actually tested. I guarantee if you're up in front of a judge Monday morning on uh, a drugs case, um, you will not get a second chance. Uh, Thank you.
0: Okay. all right. Well, I don't think you're disagreeing with me. I think you're probably agreeing with me in some sense. But um, we did try to contact Graham because he was tweeting about it earlier on there when we put up the poll. I think, let me just read his tweet here for a second. I want to see. It was a very well educated, well thought out response. <laughs> <laughs> response that he put. Feck off, I think, was the answer. I think. Yeah, Graeme, how are you enjoying your summer holidays, Graeme?
4: Well, I'm just after leaving school, now. Yes. Uh, but I'm, ex- I'm enjoying my summer holidays just fine. Thanks very much.
0: Yeah, have you got a plan? Or are you going to put your feet up or.?
4: Uh, well, today is my 10-year anniv- uh, anniversary, so uh, I'm going to rack up as many brownie points as I possibly can before day's end.
0: Oh, oh, marriage anniversary, is it? Yep. Congratulations to you and your missus.
4: Thanks very much. Anniversary today and it's my birthday tomorrow.
0: All right, well, look, Graham. you know, we, 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 some, for some obscure reason, we tended to agree with each other lately, uh, but I think we're going to disagree <laughs> on this one. I don't I see so. the issue with wanting to, I mean, like, you're a school teacher, you've a responsible job, you're looking after children, you're making decisions that affect the rest of their lives. It's a lot of responsibility that we're giving you as parents. So why would you object to, say, you know, a random drug test?
4: Because it's a massive invasion for privacy, and I would point back, not that I'd object, I'd refuse.
0: You That's do? Happening. Point blank. Point blank refuse. Yeah. Okay, but but if the government turned around and said, well, Graeme, we're bringing it into policy now, you know, for school teachers and other <laughs> responsible jobs, Inclu- by away, including them. media, I'd be happy enough, including media, you know, uh, and politicians... It's weird
4: for you to be kind of pro-nanny state stuff? Aren't you normally giving out about that kind of thing? Yeah, well, normally, <laughs> normally, yeah. But
0: I, I don't see the objection to this, well, because I don't take drugs, but I don't see the objection to it.
4: I mean, if you've, if you've a, a bit of clean hands... No It's an unwarranted invasion of privacy. Think of how many other things in relation to the state that you you would normally be on the opposite side of this argument, saying, like you were just out of COVID a minute ago, saying, oh, no, they shouldn't have extended the restrictions. You should count on people to be responsible. But now you're saying, oh, but it's okay to go in and randomly drug test someone. Tell me you see the hypocrisy there now. I don't believe
0: that's hypocrisy. I mean, drugs are illegal. I mean, and apart from anything else, not just the, the fact that, I mean, yeah, you, have a, you have a moral responsibility. If I'm a, if I'm a train driver, bus driver, pilot, surgeon, school teacher, a doctor or a nurse or a guard of Sheikana, I have a responsibility and a duty to the general public. Isn't that surely the, the, the reason for, you know, uh, the, the suggestion not, of this?
4: All of those professions include my own. I have a responsibility to do my job. And I do. But you have a responsibility to do it to the best of your ability. And I do. Uh, well, and if anyone can provide evidence of me not doing so, well, then should, should there be circumstances in which i, and, I, I mean, By the way, I, know, I'm I, 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 assume
0: you're, I assume you're not, and I know you're not. Um, yeah, you know, I'm somebody not, who obviously. abuses drugs and alcohol, right? No, but but no. in saying that, I've often I've heard never people...
4: i even smoked, now.
0: Okay, right. Well, I, I, there are people out there who suggest, oh, I'm a functioning alcoholic, or I'm a functioning cocaine taker. I don't believe there's people who are functioning alcoholics or cocaine takers who could do a responsible job. I don't believe that.
4: Uh, I, I'm not going to pretend I have any intimate knowledge of them. <laughs> um, but are they functioning alcoholics? It would be surprising what, uh, the, in, in our population if that wasn't a double-digit percentage. Um, but the level at which they function, now is something that could be questioned. But I, I'm but, surprised at you, Graham,
0: because surely well, you would like to know, uh, you know that if other teachers in your profession or if other people in your profession who have the same responsibilities that you have are not off their heads on a regular
4: basis, surely you would want to know that. And if they were off their heads on a regular basis, that would be blatantly obvious in their job performance. Not necessarily, in which
1: if they were. I've worked. I've worked with two
4: people
0: who, in very important, reasonably important positions, who were taking cocaine. And
4: And taking cocaine doesn't. One was very obvious. One was very obvious, but one wasn't. Yeah, but those are two different things. (laughs) Being off your head.
0: It doesn't make any difference if you're taking cocaine. You're not rational. You may not you may not be That's falling massive, all over the place. I,
4: do, you know what I mean? Yeah, but if you say if you're taking cocaine you're not rational. At the time that you've taken it may not, but as a general person that doesn't make Okay so how but again, would you,
0: but how would you like to know that you know the people who are making decisions in this country like that vote last night for example you know which scraped by with with three votes how would you like to know or how would you be, would you be comfortable with the idea that maybe 25% of those people I don't know the percentage uh, you know the night before were, so ta- we're taking think cocaine or drinking a well I know I'm I'm just I'm giving you a figure I'm just saying how would you be comfortable with the idea that some of those politicians and it would be remiss of us to think that they're not all you know I mean they're not all angels that some of them were taking That's drugs
4: yeah would you be comfortable with that? Comfortable with it? No. Am I comfortable with taking uh, taking away their fucking rights in the meantime? I, I'm less comfortable with that. Taking away their rights. Yes, I have a right to privacy. But, the, well, I, they, I but you could
0: argue the vote last night that people had a right to liberty, and they took away people's right to liberty.
4: As you're just. Arguing I know, but what I'm do. saying
0: is that <laughs> vote it was it was doing exactly that. Uh, so, you're, on one hand, you're t- you're telling me. Oh, well, look, you know, I don't want to see people's liberties being taken away. But on the other hand, I'm arguing with you that there are people who are, you know, running this country who could be taking drugs, who are making decisions which can take away your rights. So I know we're going around a circle here. We are. We are.
1: <laughs>
4: we're both being a bit hypocritical now.
0: Graham, lovely me talk to you. Listen, enjoy the holidays. Are all the kids excited, by the way, get you know, getting off now? Yeah.
4: Uh, well, first they they, uh, they finished up last week. Um, okay. Although I've seen I've seen one or two. There's one or two about the school doing bits and pieces. Um, but obviously some have got their exams coming up. Best of luck to them. Those those of them who are sitting it. Yeah. Uh, what by the way, what
0: percentage roughly is are sitting? there are going to sit the leaving cert.
4: I haven't a notion. i will be perfectly honest. And um, I I only know one student of my own who is sitting all their exams. Right. Okay. They're sitting everything. Um, Fair play to them. I don't know any of my students who isn't sitting anything. Right, okay. So most or somewhere in between that. All right, okay. And by the I, way, I, But again, that's just my my experience. I, I'm a thought school, so... Yeah.
0: And, and do they, do you still do... I mean, I remember when I was in school when we were breaking up for the summer, there was always this thing about you brought in your games and you watched a video in the class and it was all just a bit of crack for the last week. Is it still like that?
4: Um. Well, in COVID, bringing in and sharing games doesn't really work. Oh, right. Um, so let's say last, uh, last week, now in my own class, at lunchtime, everybody... Socially distant as they normally have and I bought pizza for everybody and we we're saying goodbye to our six years and that kind yeah. of stuff. Right, okay. Yeah, of course we, we still do that And time.
0: as tra- as is tradition on this show, by the way, when somebody comes on in your position I always have to sing happy birthday. <laughs> I'm not go- I'm not go- going to do it, Grave.
4: Well technically it's not
0: my birthday tomorrow, so tomorrow. I know. That. Well, so we got away with it. If you <laughs> ring on tomorrow, I'll probably traditionally have to do it to you. Right, listen, Graham, have a have a wonderful summer. All right. Thanks very no much. Worries. Right, too, right, Adam, so no worries. All right. See, there you go. Um, okay. Well, it's nice for us to disagree with each other now and again, isn't it? Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi
1: award winning Niall Boylan show. Classic hits.